Welcome to Wyoming Valley Church's podcast with Pastor Todd Walker. Welcome back, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We want to continue our series of podcasts called Fresh Beginnings and New Disciplines. We're officially into the month of March. We're two months into this new year, but we want to continue thinking about how we can implement some new disciplines into our life here as Christians. Today, we want to talk about being light and loose, light and loose. This past Sunday, we spoke on a passage from Matthew 16, and we called the title of the lesson, All In. We talked about a passage where Jesus tells his disciples that if they want to follow him, they need to deny themselves, pick up their cross, and then follow him. And it was a difficult passage to wrap our minds around because of the two things that Jesus is requiring that we do before we follow him, deny ourselves and pick up our cross. But I believe we understood after that lesson why he says what he says and and why it's actually a, a, a very positive thing once we look at it in the right angle. And if you missed that sermon, if you want to listen to it, you can find it on our website, wyomingvalleychurch.org. So I'm not going to rehash that today. If you want to look at that and listen to that, you can. But today we're going to springboard off of Matthew 16, and we're going to talk about being loose and light in order to follow Jesus the way that he desires us to, because that's what deny yourself and pick up your cross is all trying to get you toward, to be loose and light in order so you can follow Jesus with nothing weighing you down. And it's not the only passage in scripture that talks about this. There's a classic one from Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2 that I want to read right now which is a pretty famous passage, but the writer of Hebrews is talking about the very same thing. Just listen to the language. He says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. The writer of Hebrews says, listen, if you want to run with endurance, you need to lay aside all those weights that weigh you down and the sins which cling so closely. I'm not a runner, but I know enough about running that when you run, you don't want a lot of heavy things on you. You don't want big clunky boots or a big coat. You don't want a lot of things in your pockets. You want to run very loose and very light. And the reason for that is because you can move better. It's very simple. You can move a lot better. You can progress a lot more without a lot of heavy things weighing you down. And so the writer of Hebrews has this metaphor in his mind going, well, the Christian life is like a race. It's like a really long race. And especially if you're an endurance runner, you don't want anything heavy weighing you down. So the writer says, listen, if you're going to run with endurance, the race that is set before you, you need to lay aside all of those weights and sins and get them off of your back before you seek to run, before you seek to follow Jesus. And it goes quite well with the passage from Matthew 16, where Jesus says, before you follow me, you got to first deny yourself. you got to lay aside all your wishes and all your desires, because those aren't going to work in my race. And you're going to have to actually become crucified, kind of like I was, only in a spiritual sense. You're going to actually have to die to your old way of life, your old livelihood, your old dreams and wishes, the old things that you wanted to accomplish in this life. And if you deny yourself and you pick up your cross, you'll have everything out of the way. And then you'll be very loose and light. And then when you're very loose and light, he says, come and follow me because now you're ready. You're ready to serve the kingdom of God. 
So the writer of Hebrews, I believe, is inspired from those words of Jesus in Matthew 16 with what he's saying here. We got to be loose and we got to be light. So every weight that's holding you down in the Christian life, you got to lay it aside. It's not doing you any service. It's not doing you any good. It's not helping you progress in the Christian life. If you want to really progress and if you want to endure and you want to finish your race, those weights, they got to go. And those sins, they definitely have to go. So I want to talk about that today as being loose and light and help ourselves understand why we need to lay aside those weights that are holding us down because of what Jesus told us. Deny yourself, take up your cross, and then come and follow me. And I think a lot of people in America, we just jumped to step number three going, yeah, I want to follow Jesus. I'm ready. Let's do this. And Jesus goes, no, you're too heavy. You have too much stuff hanging on. You're never going to run and you're never going to run well. You're never going to finish. Before you follow me, deny yourself, then take up your cross, and then you can follow me because you'll have nothing holding you down anymore. So the following Jesus part, is it's obvious to all of us. We all understand that part of the Christian race. But the first two steps deal with letting go of things that will weigh us down from our journey with Jesus. Anything that relates to the earth and anything relates to us needs to be laid aside. It doesn't mean it's all bad or sin. It doesn't mean that God won't give you some of it back in proper portions. But before you come to Jesus Christ, you need to lay everything aside and say, I'm not bringing this any longer. I don't know if this is right. I don't know if this is good. I don't know if this is what Jesus has for me. I'm going to deny it. I'm going to take up my cross. I'm going to die to that old person. And then I'm going to have a fresh, clean slate to give Jesus. And so to deny ourselves means to say no to anything extra that the Lord doesn't have for us. That's what it means. Deny, say no. It's like I said on Sunday. It's kind of like if you're on a diet and you have a craving for a donut or a piece of cake and you want to stay true to your diet, so you have to say no to that desire for that piece of cake. So the Lord says, if you want to follow me, you got to first deny those desires that are based on the earth and based on your whims and your desires. Because they're sinful? No, not necessarily. But because it's going to weigh you down and it's going to hold you back. And I can't have anything weighing down and holding back those who I'm seeking to guide to the kingdom of heaven. So deny yourself. All those things that you think are best for your life, say no to them and I will then instruct you about what you really need in this life. That's step number one. And then step number two is to take up our cross. And again, that means that our old lives and lifestyle is now dead. Seriously, it's, it's dead. And we no longer live for it. That stuff we used to live for, that stuff we used to chase, that stuff we used to be about, Jesus says, crucify it. Pick up your cross, kill that old man, because I'm going to give you a new life with new desires and new wishes and new ambitions that all relate to the kingdom of God. And both of these steps are to get us to be light and loose. Light and loose. So we have nothing at all holding us back from following Jesus. In all honesty, if we are light and we are loose, then following Jesus is not going to be as difficult as it seems to many of us right now. See, Americans, we have great difficulty following Jesus because we try to skip those first two steps. But the problem then is that we have all our stuff holding us back and weighing us down. And it makes following Jesus very, very difficult, almost nearly impossible to follow Jesus with all of our stuff. And I want you, again, I want you to picture a long marathon race. 
you're going to run a marathon. It's 26.3 miles, and you say, well, I, I want to bring my cell phone. You know, I want to make sure that I have my cell phone nearby. Well, I, I want to wear my, my favorite shirt. I want to wear these, these brand new shoes that I got, these, these brown casual shoes. I really like them. No, they're not great running shoes, but I really like them. Oh, I, you know, I want to wear my favorite coat and my favorite scarf. Oh, man, I really want to wear my favorite pair of jeans. And, you know, I want to wear that sweatshirt that my mom got me for Christmas. Oh, and I want to bring my favorite three possessions. I want to go get my favorite five books, my favorite music, whatever. And you get the idea. You start adding all of these things to your life, and then you're going to go run a marathon while you're holding all of this stuff and wearing all of this stuff. Can you imagine how that's going to go? It's not going to go well at all. In fact, it's going to be near impossible to not only run that race, but to finish that race. And so Jesus is saying, listen, not only do you have to run, but you've got to finish this race. So you need to deny yourself, pick up your cross, and follow me. And then the writer of Hebrews says to us, lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely. But what does it look like to lay aside weights? What does that look like? And how do we know when something is a weight in our life? What's it look like to lay a weight aside? And then what does it look like to know when something is a weight in your life? Now, weights are quite obviously things that weigh us down. I mean, I'm not teaching you anything profound in that statement. <laughs> weights are things that would weigh you down. Now, they're great for lifting and gaining muscle, but that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about running and progressing in a race. And weights are going to help us in that process. We don't need to get legalistic here today by calling everything that we have in our life evil. Because that's not the point. We don't need to get legalistic and start calling everything in this modern world evil. Unless, of course, those things are sinful and they're against the word of God. Or they're holding us back from following Jesus properly. Now those are two different questions, aren't they? Is it sinful? Is it wrong according to the word of God and the commandments of Jesus Christ? That's the first question is do you have sin in your life holding you down? Because sin absolutely will not help you run well. So sin needs to go. We all understand that. Sin cannot stay in the Christian life. Anything that is against the word of God has to be laid aside. But second of all, those things in your life that aren't necessarily sinful, but they are holding you back from true devotion and allegiance and faithfulness to Jesus, that's what the writer of Hebrews would call a weight. It's a weight, and it's holding you down. And the writer of Hebrews and Jesus, when we bring these two together, they're asking us to be ruthless today, okay? We need to be ruthless. We need to look at our lives and be incredibly honest. Now, my family and I, we've moved several times. In fact, we've moved several times ever since we moved to Pennsylvania in 2014. I was counting them the other day, and I think we're up to six already, five or six moves ever since 2014. I mean, think about that. That's a lot of moves. And my family has moved it several times. Our family keeps growing in size. That's one of the problems. But I don't have to tell you, the process of moving is exhausting. It's exhausting to move. I don't recommend moving unless you absolutely have to. Um, but there are a few fun things about moving. And we moved over the summer. And even though it was a daunting, exhausting process, there were a few fun things about moving. And one of the fun things is the excitement that you experience about moving into a new place with new things in it. It's just exciting. 
and I'm not I'm not the interior decorator. I'm not the the person that sets up the home. My wife does a, a lot of that stuff. But it's still exciting to move into a new place, a bigger place, a place with different kinds of rooms and, and bigger space and more available things. It's just fun to think about how we'll use it and what will our kids do here and where will they run around and where will they set up their toys and what will our room look like? How will we set up the living room? That's a fun process. It is. And when Janine and I move and my family moves, we often will take an inventory of everything we have, literally almost everything we have. And we'll ask the question, because we're in the process of moving, we'll ask the question, do we need this? Do we need this? And we're asking that question for two reasons. Number one, we're asking it because we're moving into a new place and we, we kind of want new things. We don't really want old things moving into our new place. Now, some of that is necessary. You can't just get brand new stuff every time you move. I wish that was true, but you can't. But second of all, is this old thing actually not needed anymore? Like, is it something we've been hanging on to anyway? And now is the perfect time to let it go because we're moving and we're throwing stuff away anyways. Now is the time to get rid of that old toy and that old piece of furniture and we haven't really been using it or utilizing it. It's just kind of sitting in the corner. Do we even need it? So when we're moving into some a new place, we're asking those questions. Do we need this in our new phase, our new chapter of life, at our new place? And instead of just making a random list of things to get rid of or keep, spiritually speaking, what if we filtered everything in our lives through two questions? Similar to the two questions I ask when we're moving. Do we need it? And is it going to profit us? What if we ask questions similar to that, spiritually speaking, in everything of our life? Seriously. Even if it means making a list of things in our life. Number one question we filter everything through is, is it hurting God? Is it hurting others? Is it hurting myself? Or is it hurting my ability to follow Jesus? What if we looked around at everything we owned and we simply asked that question about it? Does it hurt God? Does it hurt others? Does it hurt myself and my own soul? And does it hurt my ability to follow Jesus? And if it is, get rid of it. You've just discovered a sin or a weight. If it's hurting God, yourself, and others, it's a sin. We can call it what it is. If it's hurting your ability to follow Jesus, it's, it's a sin. We can call it what it is. So look at everything in your life and ask that question. Does it hurt me? Does it hurt God? Does it hurt others? And does it hurt my ability to follow Jesus Christ? And if it is, it's not helping you. It's harming you and it's keeping you from the greatest good, which is following your Lord. And the second question is this, is does it help me serve the kingdom of God? So the first question is about sin. The second question is about, is it a weight? Not only is it not hurting me, maybe it passed that first question. You'll look, no, 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 this doesn't hurt me. It doesn't hurt God. It doesn't hurt others. And it's not necessarily an obstacle to following Jesus Christ. But what if we asked a second question? Does it help me serve the kingdom of God? See, runners would do that. Runners would not say, well, maybe these aren't the worst shoes to wear. Maybe there's worse boots and worse heels I could wear than these. Maybe they're not the worst shoes. They're basketball shoes. You know, they're, they're, they're fine. They're in the family of tennis shoes. Maybe they're fine. But runners wouldn't do that. Runners would say, are they the best running shoes? Are they the lightest running shoes? Are these the lightest running shorts and running t-shirt I can wear? Because what I'm seeking to do is run 26.3 miles and I can't have anything, anything holding me down and holding me back. 
they would be ruthless and they would ask the questions, are these the best? Can I improve this by getting something lighter and looser? What if we ask that question spiritually? Does it help me serve the kingdom of God? And if it doesn't, and we're trying to be ruthless because we're trying to follow Jesus Christ, and you cannot put enough emphasis on how important it is to follow our Lord Jesus. What if we ask that question? Does it help me serve the kingdom of God? And if it doesn't, call it a wait, put a bullseye on it and say it has to go. It has to go. It's not helping me. If we filtered everything in our lives through those two questions, and if we were brutally honest about that process, we would be very light and very loose at the end of it. We would get rid of the sins. We'd hand those over and say to God, they're sin, they're evil, I can't do this anymore. It's harming my ability to follow Jesus Christ. It's a sin. And second of all, this thing is a weight. And it's holding me back. It's not helping me serve the kingdom of God. And therefore, it's in the way and I need to get rid of it. And if we did that, if we asked those two questions, we would, be, we would be running very light and very loose without any weights holding us back whatsoever. The question is this, though. Will we? Will we? See, Jesus demands, this isn't even a suggestion from Matthew 16, it's a demand. Jesus demands that we deny ourselves, we pick up our cross, and we follow him. And he says, if we do so, we will save our soul by following Jesus Christ. And if we don't, we will forfeit our soul by not following Jesus Christ. So this process of becoming light and loose might actually be the difference between eternal life and eternal death. I mean, that's how big this topic is we're talking about today. But the question is, will we? Will we ask those two questions about the things in our life? Because our goal is to follow our Lord Jesus unto the kingdom of God. And this race metaphor that we're using, you could almost flip it on its end and say, this is the real race and every earthly race is a shadow of this real race. This is the actual marathon. Other marathons are petty, earthly, temporary things that are going to pass away. This race matters for the rest of eternity. And if I want to pattern myself after Jesus and I want to run and run well and I want to endure and finish, I got to be light and I got to be loose. And those things in my life that are sins or weights that are holding me down from serving Jesus Christ, they're negatives. They're harming me. They're actually slowing me down, slowing my progress down so that I don't run well. And that's, we told you, we have an enemy. And the devil, he would love to help us justify all these things in our life by simply saying, well, they're not evil. And they're not the worst things that we can have in our life. And why not? Everybody else does it. But that's not what a runner would ask. A runner wouldn't ask those questions. A runner would say, is it best? Is it going to help me be light and loose so that I can run, so that I can run well, so that I can finish the race that I have before me? And this Christian life is a race. And it's a race that matters for the rest of eternity. We must follow Jesus Christ or we must forfeit our soul. And those are the only two options. And I'm telling you from someone who has run poorly in the past and been full of all kinds of sins and weights, I don't want to do that anymore. And I don't want anyone I love to run that way anymore because it's nonsense. It's foolishness. It's never going to work. And Americans, we struggle with that more than anything. We're just jump right to following Jesus and say, yes, I'm ready. Let's do this, Jesus. I'm with you. And then we get five, ten years into the process with all this heavy stuff we're carrying 
and it's exhausting and you know we want more stuff and the Christian life is severe and hard and lonely and we're going man I don't know I don't know if it's worth me running anymore and I got all this stuff it's hard to run with all this stuff and I want a little bit more stuff why not just abandon the race altogether and go back to the world and that's exactly what the devil wants us to do but Christ has taught us and the writer of Hebrews has taught us we need to lay aside the weights and the sins and we got to focus and we got to focus on the end because we're not supposed to just run today we're supposed to run the rest of our days until Jesus comes back. And when he comes back, will he see us running? Will he see us running well? And will we finish? Those are the questions we need to ask. So are you loose and are you light? And if you're not loose and light today, and if there are sins and there are weights in your life, and you will ask those two questions, and you will be honest and you will be ruthless, then what will you do about those things? Will you do what the writer of Hebrews says, let us lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. See, Jesus was light and loose too. He came down and he left everything he had in heaven, everything that was valuable, everything that was meaningful, everything that would have helped him live upon this earth in the sense that it was to be God, he left it all in heaven. And he came light and he came loose and he ran his race and he finished his race on the cross. And now he's telling us, you do likewise, child. Look around your life, ask the question today, is it harming me? And is it helpful to me to run the kingdom, or run the race for the kingdom of God by following my Lord Jesus? And if it's not, Lay it aside and become light and loose, follower of Jesus Christ. It doesn't mean you'll be poor and broke. It means whatever you have will come from Jesus and will be helpful for your race because Jesus would not give you anything that's not helpful for your race. So deny those things that aren't helpful. Go to Jesus and ask what is helpful. Let him make the laws and the rules for this race and you will run. You will run well. You will run with endurance and you will finish your race. And that's the point. And that's the point of the encouragement today. I hope it would encourage you to be loose and light in the Christian race so that we can run with endurance, looking to Jesus. And I pray that you be blessed. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to the Wyoming Valley Church Podcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. We're located in the Dolphin Plaza on Highway 315 in Wilkesbury. Learn more about us at wyomingvalleychurch.org. Wyoming Valley Church, a place where all are welcome.